Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 58, Minute 58. Hey everyone, this is Dan. What up? Uh, Chris just stabbed Scott in the chest. Doesn't that suck? Oh, and she, uh, the lights have gone out and she's cowering by the front door because the killer is on the staircase or near the staircase or near a light switch. Let's find out what happens next. Chris has had her first taste of blood, and she likes it. Actually, I can't tell if she likes it or not. She doesn't. Um, poor Scott. I mean, th- oh gosh. I, you know, it's tough to be the the fifth wheel, third wheel, eighth wheel, whatever friggin' wheel Scott was on there. Um, poor guy. You know, he he he. It seems like he's going to do something. But then he doesn't do anything. But that's kind of the point, I think, is that he kind of gets, well, there you are, Scott. Occasionally there were moments in high school when I was like that. Those were my lesser moments um, at my my height. I was, if, it, it was funny because I think when I started high school, I had a lot of moments like that where I was like, mm, that fifth wheel kind of thing. But then by about halfway through high school, I was, I was enjoying myself and, you know, some stuff was still rough, but I was, I was, you know, if we were going out and doing stuff, I wasn't the fifth wheel in any way, shape or form. But then as we neared the end of high school, my friends started to change friends a bit and I would occasionally find myself in situations where I was and I wouldn't go back to them. And they would say, Hey Dan, come on and hang out. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Well, why? Don't you want to be the Scott in this scenario? Where you, where you don't get any kissing or loving, touching, squeezing? Is that it? Uh, um, but but you get stabbed in the flipping chest? Oh, guys, you know, it's it's tempting, but I think I'm going to pass on this one. Do you know what I mean? So, And that, uh, that was where it got weird at the end of my high school years because we had, I think, my pardon me, I've got one of my dogs is um, got this, yeah, do you remember I mentioned earlier she had a chronic sort of cough the past couple of weeks? She's got a, a wheezy thing she's doing right now. We're giving, we're giving her meds and stuff. Um, she's going to be better, fingers crossed. Um, but right now she's making some noises, but I'm on a roll and I don't want to stop. But it's funny, isn't it? I mean, like, from uh, throughout my junior year of high school, 
summer between junior and senior year, and the first half of senior year. Myself and my several friends, Jason, Nick, uh, and Eric, and sometimes Matt, were inseparable. But then it was one of those things where as the senior year went along, we added another person, another guy named Eric, who was uh, not very nice and who I never really liked. Uh, and uh, Matt, who, who could be a very nice guy, but sometimes wasn't a very nice guy, sort of they began to overwhelm it. So by time my, my second half of my senior year began, I was hanging out with these guys a lot less. And it was so weird because you, we, it's 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 weird, you know, because you think, oh, these are these are my pals until the end, but they just kind of started evolving into something that I wasn't terribly interested in. Now I still hung out with uh, the original Eric. I hung out with a lot, and he had friends who I would see, and we had other friends that we would bring in. But it was sort of 1990 for high school, actually for my. Uh, possibly for my first 12 years of school, college was a completely different thing, but for my first 12 grades, uh, let's include kindergarten in there, uh, there was, I was very much, 1990 was very much the year. It just began well, and it ended well, and it was just great, and the summer was the summer to die for. The summer was the summer where it's just... I, I think I may have mentioned this very early on in the podcast, but the, like the su- that summer was just a summer we would go out almost every single night. We had jobs at a supermarket, but j- the supermarket actually closed at 9, and I was allowed to stay out to like 12.30 or 1, so even if I was working until 9, 9.30, I still had like two or three hours to hang out, and just just had such a good time and it was just a weird summer where all the different sort of cliques and people in the in the preps and jocks and everyone else they all wanted to sort of hang out with us and some of them stayed some of them hung out with us for a night or two and then went away but it was so much fun so i think the reason why i love final exam is because it gives us a great group of people i think and you can argue with me if you want you're wrong and I wouldn't waste your time with the argument. It gives us a great group of people and then cuts them down. Last Slumber Party gives us the... I don't, presence isn't the word. What is the word I'm looking for? It gives us the... Mm, template? Promise? Of not a great group of people per se, but a fun group of people. A cross-section. You may... Now, I, I, I you know, I'm... I, I, again, I am a straight white guy, so uh, there may have been things very different for some of you listening, and I apologize, but I'm, 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 I'm off in a reminiscent mood during this movie. That's why, that's why I chose this movie, because, um, unlike the previous four, uh, I could go into reminiscent mood here, because this was sort of lame parties, and, 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 and jackasses, and, uh, people trying to get loaded, and, and parents being, uh, kind of nearby yeah. yeah so let's go back to the minute because nothing a, a big thing one big thing happens in the minute we find out what the heck happened to Billy and it is as weird as you might imagine it is so the killer and we get shot three of him with his waving his scalpel at the camera you know as the camera's moving back I don't know what do we call that let's call that the iconic shot so um, 
uh, the third, I think the third, I don't think there were two shots, two versions of it, uh, the third version of the iconic shot here. And he's still not, whatever the background is, is still not there. And he's coming slowly at Chris, and Chris backs out of the front door, but and this is weird because she's about to go out the front door, and you can see this as she's backing up to the front door. You can see there's something blocking sort of the window in the front door, and it's Billy. The killer has hung Billy in some fashion in front of the front door. And it's, it's weird because what I remember is she opens the door and he's just hanging there, like, not quite swinging, but like hanging there. So she kind of can't get around him or it's too gross. But he's actually just up against the door. So she can actually take off running, as she does, but back into the house. But that's Chris for you. I don't know. It's very exterminating angel to me. Like, I can't get out of this effing house. And... But yeah, Billy is hanging there and he doesn't look well. He looks very dead and blood all over him. That's great because when Chris bolts back in, the killer kind of leans out and goes, what was she looking at? Oh, hell yeah, that's right, that guy. Okay, yeah. I mean, I don't imagine killers have like clipboards or, you know, like, um, you know, I've got an Excel spreadsheet where I put in all, you know, it's like Billy uh, hanging in the door, uh, leave Scott roaming, uh, Tracy in the bed. Uh, you know, stuff like that. I, I don't imagine that a killer uh, does something like that or has like a notepad where they're like, you know, oh, like a reporter's notepad, one of those cool ass notepads. I used to have, I used to work for a place, uh, I think I've told you guys this, uh, that did publicity and such for movies. And uh, Woody Allen's movie Scoop, which I've never seen, but which I think Scarlett Johansson plays a reporter in it and one of the bits of swag was one of those kick-ass like reporter it was a it was a thin long black notebook where you could just flip the pages and flip the pages and, oh my god i have i grabbed like three of them when they brought out the leftover swag from that movie and i filled them all up with random writings but those were so cool to have because they were literally like when you see the reporters and they like flip them out and they, it was so it was so great whoever thought up that one thank you so much i've never seen scoop I'll see it one day. It's in that realm of Woody Allen movies where I stopped watching them regularly. Sorry. You know, and this is the only time you're going to hear Woody Allen brought up in uh, relation to Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party. Possibly. Yeah, so Chris sees the body and is able to bolt by the killer who seems seems to be... I, I said sees and then I said seems and I thought I said the same word too close to one another but i'm 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 going here folks um apparently the killer is more might be more about sort of cat and mouse kind of things the way he hung the bodies knowing that uh stashed the bodies knowing that someone would come across them why did he choose chris maybe there'll be a big reveal in a few minutes there's got to be something in a few minutes because we only have like 13 minutes left but and Chris bolts back into the kitchen. She opens up the drawer and she pulls out another knife, which is exactly like the knife she just stuck into Scott. Thank God there were two of them in that drawer. And to be honest, those knives are going to lose their sharpness if you just jam them in a random drawer with all kinds of utensils. You need some sort of knife sort of block thing to put them in. That's my tip. I, I used to sell knives when I was in college through Cutco Cutlery. And so that's just from me to you. And that was Minute 58, and this is from me to you.